0: section eight of the poems of jonathan swift volume one by jonathan swift this librivox recording is in the public domain mrs frances harris's petition sixteen ninety nine to their excellencies the lord's justice of ireland the humble petition of Francis harris who must starve and die a maid if it miscarries Humbly sheweth that I went to warm myself in Lady Betty's chamber, because I was cold, and I had in a purse seven pounds, four shillings, and sixpence, besides farthings, in money and gold. So because I had been buying things for my lady last night, I was resolved to tell my money to see if it was right. Now you must know, because my trunk has a very bad lock, therefore all the money I have, which God knows is a very small stock, I keep in my pocket, tied about my middle, next my smock. So when I went to put up my purse, as God would have it, my smock was unripped, and instead of putting it into my pocket, down it slipped. Then the bell rung, and I went down to put my lady to bed. "'and God knows I thought my money was as safe as my maidenhead. "'So when I came up again, I found my pocket feel very light. "'But when I searched and missed my purse, "'Lord, I thought I should have sunk outright. "'Lord, madam,' says Mary, "'how do you do?' "'Indeed,' says I, "'never worse. "'But pray, Mary, can you tell me what I have done with my purse?' Lord help me, says Mary, I never stirred out of this place. Nay, said I, I had it in Lady Betty's chamber, that's a plain case. So Mary got me to bed, and covered up me warm. However, she stole away my garters, that I might do myself no harm. So I tumbled and tossed all night, as you may very well think, but hardly ever set my eyes together, or slept a wink. So I was a dream, methought that I went and searched the folks round, and in a corner of Mrs. Duke's box, tied in a rag, the money was found. So next morning we told Whittle, and he fell a-swearing. Then my dame Wadgar came, and she, you know, is thick of hearing. Dame, said I, as loud as I could bawl, do you know what a loss I have had? nay says she my lord galway's folks are all very sad for my lord dromedary comes a tuesday without fail pew said i but that's not the business that i ail says Carey, says he i have been a servant this five-and-twenty years come spring and in all the places i lived i never heard of such a thing yes says the steward "'I remember when I was at my Lord Shrewsbury's. "'Such a thing as this happened just about the time of Gooseberries. "'So I went to the party suspected, and I found her full of grief. "'Now you must know of all the things in the world, I hate a thief. "'However, I was resolved to bring the discourse slyly about. "'Mrs. Duke,' said I, "'here's an ugly accident has happened out.' "'Tis not that I value the money three skips of a louse, "'but the thing I stand upon is the credit of this house. "'Tis true, seven pounds, four shillings, and sixpence "'makes a great o'le in my wages. "'Besides, as they say, service is no inheritance these ages. "'Now, Mrs. Duke, you know, and everybody understands, "'that though tis hard to judge, yet money can't go without hands.' Devil take me, said she, blessing herself, if ever I sought. So she roared like a bedlam, as though I'd called her alter or not. So, you know, what could I say to her any more? I even left her and came away as wise as I was before. Well, but then they would have had me gone to the cunning man. No, said I, tis the same thing. The chaplain will be here anon. So the chaplain came in. Now the servant says my sweetheart because he's always in my chamber and I always take his part so as the devil would have it before I was aware out I blundered parson said I can you cast a nativity when a body's plundered now you must know he hates to be called parson like the devil truly says he mrs nab it might become you to be more civil if your money be gone, as a learned divine says, do you see? You are no text for my handling, so take that from me. I was never taken for a conjurer before. I'd have you to know. Lord, said I, don't be angry. I'm sure I never thought you so. You know I honor the cloth. I designed to be a parson's wife. I never took one in your coat for a conjurer in all my life. With that he twisted his girdle at me like a rope as who should say now you may go hang yourself for me and so went away well i thought i should have swooned lord said i what shall i do i have lost my money and shall lose my true love too then my lord called me arry said my lord don't cry i'll give you something toward thy loss and says my lady so will I. Oh, but I said, what if, after all, the chaplain won't come too? For that, he said, and to please your excellencies, I must petition you. The premises tenderly considered, I desired your excellency's protection, and that I may have a share in next Sunday's collection, and over and above that I may have your excellency's letter, with an order for the chaplain aforesaid, or, instead of him, a better, and then your poor petitioner both night and day, or the chaplain, for 'tis his trade, as in duty bound, shall ever pray. End of section eight.